Jeff, let's say somebody wanted to get uh, early episodes of the show. Is that possible? It is so possible! If people wanted to get bonus episodes of the show, is that possible? We got those too! If people wanted to get like extra stuff like video hangouts with us and other fans of the show, is that possible? Dude, I'm telling you, all of that and more is possible. All they gotta do is support the show. How do they do that? Go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns, find out all the information you need, and help us continue to make this show. Painless ultrasonic machine at this point. Because everybody's working on boner pills. Everybody's got them boner (laughs) pills. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. I love dogs. I know you do. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. We got another 15 minutes to fill, so I guess I'll find some science about dogs. (laughs) But I want you to know mostly... This is about how much I like dogs. Yeah. You like dogs more than you like people. Well, depends on the dog and depends on the person. But I mean, in most cases, chances you're right. are. Yeah. In most, because here's what's up. If you t- let's take me and any dog. Ooh, tough. Right. Like any dog. Right. Yeah. Like, mm, like the worst mongrel. The worst dog angry, versus you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That well, dog, you rather hang tough, out that with? dog probably had a tough upbringing. So you got to give that dog like a little bit of, yeah. a little bit of, you know, meanwhile, you with your fucking soft hands <laughs> and your fucking ivory tower and you were given everything, your liberal arts education. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That dog, that dog, I'd pick the dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> when you put it that way, I'd pick the dog too. Yeah, right? The, that dog's working I gotta, hard. I got to get more time to that dog. Know, I got to get up and make a podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. This dog knows what life is. You know what I mean? This dog has lived. This dog has lived. What have you done? Uh, no, I think I, yeah, I do like, I do like dogs uh, more than if, if I, if I see two strangers on the street and one of them's a dog and one of them's a person, I'll tell you which one I want to meet more. <laughs> yeah. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like if you see two I'm strangers saying. on the, on the street and one of them's a dog, chances are you've only seen one stranger. You know if, what I mean? Yeah. If I see two strangers on a train <laughs> and I have somebody in my life that I need eliminated. Right. Well, they've probably already gotten into a deal because there are already two of them. Right. And me interrupting that would be a, a third, third stranger person? on a train. Who, how do you crisscross with that? That's not easy. That was the sequel and it never came out. Some sort, a of, some sort of like daisy chain of, of murder. Yeah. The daisy chain of murder, which is a, a, a late Agatha Christie book. Yeah. Uh, not as not, it's not a 10 little Indians, but it's, it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. It's no murder on the Orient Express. No, of course not. Uh, dogs. Hmm. Yes. What are they about? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how do they think? Everybody, you, people know what I mean. Uh, I know. It's jo- Joshua Caleb, who sent in this story, knows what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to know what dogs are about. Yeah. We want to know how they think. I we, love this. We want to know. This is the best setup you've ever done. We want to know. We want to know how they feel. <laughs> we want to know how they make decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dogs. Can we can we get them to talk and or read their minds? Yeah. Can we get them to teach school for seventeen years? <laughs> That's a callback. That's what they call a callback. Uh, so here's what's up. Um, the University of Washington and the Allen Institute of AI got together and they were like, "Hey, it's tough to train a neural network to be a person." Right. We're doing we're doing okay. We're trying to teach neural networks right now to uh, to examine visual data to react to things the way a person would, to be able to win, describe something the way a person would. Win a game of Go here and there. Win a game of Go. 
you know, send, maybe we can create uh, an AI and put it in the body of a robot and send it into a casino. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe these are the things that we're trying to do. Yeah. Not us specifically, but maybe some other people <laughs> that aren't us. Maybe a winning Who? casino robot on the competitive go scene. Yeah, maybe. You never know. I don't know. Not us. We wouldn't do that. That's against the law. We wouldn't. That's uh, unethical. Yeah. Stop investigating us. Uh, no. So they were like, well, could we train a neural network to react to something the way a dog could? Is that easier well, or Let's just set the bar lower. We'll it's, just go uh, dog. I, I would say, once again, knowing me, set the bar different. Mm. Let's not say higher or lower. I, I don't want to offend any Please. dogs that may be listening. Um, so they wanted to show that animals could provide a new source of training data for AI systems. They also wanted to show that we could figure more out about dogs. So we'll learn how dogs think by training an AI to think like a dog. Exactly. And gotcha. by that way, we'll learn more about the capabilities of dogs, but we'll also train better AIs and get a better idea of how to train AI because mm. training an AI to act like a human is very complicated. Um, and once again, so I'm not saying it's humans. less complicated. Yeah. It's to just it to be a dog. annoying. It's differently complicated. We, let's take an AI and mm. make it do as complicated stuff as a human, but just be so much more pleasant about it. Yeah. How can we just do that? It's just thinking like a dog. You know how pleasant dogs are? Dog. Dogs are so pleasant. Hey, everyone. You ever think about dogs? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You ever just been sitting there during the day and you're like, dogs. Dogs. Yeah. I just like the (laughs) the image of this, of this AI programmer, like in his office late at night, like looking at the screen of code and trying to figure out how to program a human being. And then his puppy like comes up to his legs and nips down. He's not like, not now, right now. Not right now. Come on. I'm trying to figure out how to get an AI to act like a living thing. Wait a minute. Get me a beer. <laughs> while I code this human AI. <laughs> uh, in order to train an AI to act like a dog, what do you think you have to do? To train an AI to act like a dog. Yeah. Uh, how do you collect the data? I would I would assume that you oh how you collect the data? Yeah, well, you gotta collect you gotta find some way to get what a dog is doing. A series, a series of questionnaires for dogs. Yeah. And you're uh, right. It was a 50 page questionnaire for dogs. I would guess that you would map the movement and behavior of dogs mm-hmm. and try to 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 layer that onto an AI system. Right. So what they did. They took one dog, one very good dog. <laughs> they found the best dog? They, uh, this dog. It's a Malamute named Kelp. <laughs> Kelp is dog alpha? Kelp is finally, finally, all dogs listening, we found the alpha dog. <laughs> wow. It's Kelp. Kelp. It's, you've heard of AlphaGo. This is Alpha Dog. Uh, wow. By Google. Um, good, good boy, Kelp. Good, good boy. So here's what's up. They put a GoPro on Kelp's head. Oh, and then had him do extreme shit. And then had him do like so much extreme shit. Skydiving and bungee jumping. And I bet he was like skateboarding at Uh, one point. They had him, they had him play basketball because there was nothing in the rules that said he couldn't. Oh man. Uh, I bet he skateboards way better than my daughter. Yeah. Your daughter is the worst skateboarder, (laughs) even for a fetus. I've like, it's, it's bad. Um, so it's a GoPro mounted to his head along with movement data from sensors on his legs and body. He's basically wearing like, it looks like a, Looks like a mocap suit, but for oh, dogs. Right. Yeah. Dog mo-cap? Like, well, that makes sense, right? You would basically want the same data as mocap. You would exactly. want to know how it moves, where it moves, and and what it's doing to move. So what it's doing is they take all this data 
They take the location data, the motion data, the video from the GoPro, they sync it all up. They and they make a delightful it, animated film. And it's wonderful. And it's got the voice of Elijah Wood. <laughs> and it was directed by the Mad Max man. Oh. And it's weird. It's very <laughs> it's weird. So weird. But it's like, it's good. And but it's it, got a message. And you can tell that dog moves authentically. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And not right. the message. <laughs> uh, you should watch Happy Feet, guys. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird and wonderful. Um, so anyway, they put all this stuff in. And put it into one of these like fuzzy logic, like deep mind kind of learning systems. Sure. And they were like, okay, so here's what's up. Like when this dog sees this sort of thing, what does it do? When this dog goes here and this happens, what happens? And they were trying to map these like reactions to visual data. So they use this to sift these patterns. And so basically it was like, if you, if I throw a ball, what would the dog do? Go after How, ball. Go Get ball. A, mostly go after ball, right? Yeah. But what's happening in its body, what is it seeing? What's mm. its field of vision? Right. How do we know exactly how it reacts to ball? Right. Um, and then they, so they put all that in and they tried to go through all that data. And what they found was it was a fucking mess. Oh no. It, was, it, it didn't do anything. That dog. Here's, here's what's up, man. A lot of shit goes down. Dogs <laughs> see a lot of things and there's just too much going on. It's easier even, to win at go than do this. Even what it really is because at least in go, there are predefined rules right. and motions, right? Uh, if you're trying to train a bunch of, uh, if you're trying to train a, a fuzzy logic system to be like recognize faces and pictures, well, at least you kind of can give it rules about what a face is. Right. When you just let a dog go and you're just like, what's up? It's like, I don't know. Dog sees this dog sees that dog goes this way, that right. way a whole day in a dog's life. Oh, what a rich tapestry of data. Oh my it's goodness. Too much for this AI system. What they did find was it could be accurate in short bursts. So it's like, if you show a video with a set of stairs, you can guess that the dog's going to climb the stairs. But like whether or not a dog will chase a ball, whether it's in the mood to chase a ball, uh, why it's in the mood to chase a ball, that's tough. That's tough to do. Well, it seems like you're only looking at half the data because you don't have the inner life of the dog. You have the right. result. You have... Did it go after the ball or not? But that, I mean, that's the trick with a neural network, right? Is you're not supposed to give it the internal, the internal logic because it's supposed to build that internal logic. Right, on its Dogs own. Dogs already right. know how they want to respond to ball. Yeah. The AI needs to figure out how it wants to respond to ball on its own. Sure. The problem is it was just like too- Sometimes varied. it did, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. And yeah. There's, there's no way to pinpoint those rules yet. Um, but what they did learn is they could take this information- and figure out how to tell a robot to navigate things in a certain way. So they can't tell a robot, chase a ball if you feel like the ball is the right color and you're in the right mood and like it's safe because you can't go. But what they could do is like, stairs are safe to walk on. Oh, interesting. You can walk on stairs. Here's how you walk on stairs. Here's what happens in your body when you walk on stairs. Right. You can't go in the street. You're not allowed. Hmm. This is what a street looks like don't run into the street robot. Right. So these are all things where it's like, you can walk on this. You can't walk on this. This is dangerous. So it determines stuff about the world, mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily determine stuff about the dog. Right. And so they didn't get, they didn't get the information they wanted about how a dog thinks, but what they found was they got really, really amazing information for walking robots. 
that they didn't expect that they would necessarily get. And they said, our intuition for this was that dogs are very good at finding where to walk, where they're allowed to go and where they're not. This is a hard task for a computer because it requires a lot of prior knowledge. The knowledge might be whether a surface is too steep or if it's spiky and uncomfortable, and it's time-consuming for a robot to figure these things out. Right, because that's to analyze all that stuff rather than just going, hey, dog didn't want to walk here, so I don't either. Yeah, I walked up here and I fell and I broke. Why? Right. I don't know. Well, now I'll look and it's like, "Mm, is it too high? Is it spiky? Is it slippery? I don't know. That's fascinating. So the, the robot would have to figure all that out on its own. Dog knows because so, dog's done it. So theoretically, if you could get enough data of how lots of different animal creatures were navigating the, the planet, it could just, you could just build a very efficient navigational chart of how robots would navigate the planet. Yeah. Say you need an army of robot giraffes. Right. Because you want the majesty and power of a four-legged galloping animal, but also the sight lines of something that can see over tall walls. Yeah, you need to collect a lot of leaves for your ultimate plan. Right. How do I do that? The leaves are high. The leaves are very high. Let's get those leaves. What's a good leaf? What's a bad leaf? Right. How do I crush my enemies? That's not something you're going to get from a giraffe. Mm -hmm. That's phase two. That's you take two animals, you put them together. Oh. That's where the money's Animal at. synthesis. Animal synthesis is gotcha. what I call that. Okay. Animal synthesis is when you take the leaf collecting of a giraffe because mm-hmm. leaves are important for world domination. You got to have the leaves. But the murderousness of a hippo, which the hippo kills murderous. more people than any other animal every year. Right. Did you know that? I know that the hippo is a very dangerous animal. It's a very dangerous Is it true animal. that it kills more people? Mm-hmm. Is that just a, a willpower thing or too many people hanging out near hippos? Oh, I think it's a mix. I think it's that hippos are very irritable and have the urge to kill. They they have they a have strong a, desire have a, in their hearts. They have a bloodlust. Yeah. Right. And also people think hippos are adorable. Right. And so what happens is when they're irritable and they don't want to be around things and they have a bloodlust, obviously... That leads to murder. I find that I didn't need a neural network to find that out. I did it all on my own. I'm surprised that that's even a statistic based on how many humans are near hippos at any given time. It feels like a, a low number. It feels like if a proximity. Yeah, if you went up to a hippo, uh, you wouldn't live to tell about it. You certainly like if you. Oh, and that's your why friend, I don't hear stories about people being near hippos. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'm. I'm wondering how we get these statistics when like if three people. If somebody goes out near like a like a cute pond in a jungle, right, and disappears, I love cute pon- jungle ponds, yeah, and like disappears, and then they send like a team in after him, yeah, and that team disappears, that team disappears, yeah. How do we know it's hippo? I think that's why all the giraffes get such a bad rap. Do giraffes get a bad rap? They absolutely get a bad rap. They, you know, they f- 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 people fear giraffes. It's the most feared animal in nature. Is that a statistic? Yeah. And that's a real one? That's absolutely real. People I had not read that. People are terrified of giraffes. Do you know why? It's because they're weird. It's because uh, they shouldn't be. It, you know, it's not even the neck. <laughs> it's those knobby knees. Yeah. Those knees are knobby. Those knees look a lot like my knees. I know I'm always <laughs> telling you that I got weird knees. <laughs> you got giraffe knees? I got some like knobby ass giraffe knees. They're oh really God. weird, man. They're like my detached lobes, but for knees. Oh, no, just yeah, flopping just, around. Just, they, like, they flops around and they stick out. Like, I don't oh. know, man. My kneecaps are weird. That's why you don't wear shorts. Anyway, dogs. Yeah. I think this is fascinating. I think it's a really interesting thing that um, we're going in with specific goals when it comes to artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're rushing towards like the holy grail of like, this is a computer that's a person now. Right. What's up? 
And what's interesting is like along the way, we're actually finding that it's, it's always farther away than we think. Yeah. I always hear that it's 10 years away. It's that Ray Kurzweil thing where it's like, it's, oh, it's 10 years away. Yeah. It's been 10 years away since 1960. <laughs> but I think the, but, fa- the fascinating thing about this is that we're not even really, it's not even a story about attempting to, to create uh, our artificial intelligence. It's a, a story about how we're using, instead of just having to fill in information, we're using these seeds that fill the information in themselves. Yeah. We just say, oh, just behave like a dog. And then the computer can do all the work of extrapolating what all that means. And, and that is, I think, the interesting part of just well, building these systems. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's a building block that we found along the way, right? Right. We were just like, we, we got to get it to think like a person. Number one, here we go. That's so the big goal. let's download all the person yeah. information into it. No, but no, no. But along the way, we're finding that there are these other tinier goals that actually get us there faster than we thought, right. even though it's not the tact we would have taken. Right. And I think that just kind of shows like how, how early days it really is. We yeah. think we're really far along, but it's still very early days. But I also think it's interesting that like, it shows that we are overthinking. And I think our overthinking is the thing that's going to keep us from making something that thinks like us. It's <laughs> because we overthink and overestimate ourselves. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, let's just teach it that, that's hot. Don't walk on it. Yeah. And from there, who knows what it'll learn? I'm very interested in seeing what a neural network learns once it learns, oh, this is all stuff that's safe and unsafe to walk on because now you're giving it different things to learn from. It's not spikes are bad. It's like, all oh, this is bad. Why? Mm-hmm. What's the common thread? And then, and then the neural network can figure out that common thread and come up with its own rules on its own. And by giving it these simple kind of inputs, we're giving it more of an ability to think on its own than we do when we try to give it these logical inputs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting how much like the physicality of being a living thing is connected to the artificial intelligence. Yeah. If you learn why, if you learn how we move throughout the day and throughout the world, it probably gives you more insight into us than us scanning in a hundred million different books and trying to get you to figure out the linguistic patterns. And it's not, it's not a series of if then statements, right? It it feels like the old paradigm of how you would teach a neural network how to do things is if it's this, then do this. If it's this, then do Mm -hmm. this. And this is like, no, just look at the behavior of something else that's already doing the thing you want to do and analyze it. Well, that's the thing is the neural network is like, what's the fewest number of inputs we can give a thing. Right. And I think it's interesting that they're physical inputs. Yeah. More than mental inputs. Right. I don't know. It's just interesting because it's something I think about a lot because I always think about like that, the the adage of like, just do the thing, don't think about the thing. Yeah. And you'll just learn by doing the thing. But we get so in our heads about learning something that like we want to know everything about it before we do it. Right. And I love that we're trying to do that same thing to computers. We're trying to make a neurotic AI. We're just trying to make like a like an AI that's just paralyzed by choice. Right. We're trying to make an so AI that'll save us. Yeah, it's it's an AI that's paralyzed by a diner menu the same way we are. We're just like <laughs> this is just too many pages. Yeah. I'm that's, never going to Cheesecake Factory again. There's too many pages. Have you solved that math problem that I gave you? Oh yeah, I solved that in like a nanosecond. <laughs> what I can't figure out is like do I why get the, seafood here? Do I get the bang bang chicken and shrimp or not? I don't know. Yeah. Curse, curse this consciousness you have given me. What would kelp do? What would kelp do is what I want to know. That's what I and have tattooed ant- on my inner, inner thighs. WWKD, that good, good dog, the alpha dog. What would kelp do? What would kelp do? 
I feel like we're going to get a more human, more wonderful AI from from recording dogs than we would from recording a human. Well, that's clear. That is 100% clear it to me. It turns out all of the AI thinks it's a good idea to just come up to things and be friendly. That's such a That's good a great idea. idea. It's a great idea unless it's a crusher bot. Like if we put the AI in the body of too like friendly. a crusher bot. Too, too friendly! friendly! Uh, dog AI. Is good? <laughs> what is are good dogs boy? doing? What is dogs what doing? What is dogs thinking? <laughs> You like a dog? <laughs> Show me your favorite dog. Oh, All these dog questions. So many dog questions. Let me know on Twitter. I'm at A Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can hashtag those. Uh, good boy kelp. Good boy kelp. Yeah, good boy kelp. And hey, I don't know if you know this, but if you are a member of our Discord. Yeah, where people come and hang out and talk. Yeah. There is an entire channel just for sharing pictures of your dogs. Which is weird because it's an audio medium. It's got chat rooms. Right. Where people chat and talk in audio, right? No, we mostly just type. describe your dog. No, we get, you go on voice. If you're going to play a game, have you uh, been on discord? I mean, uh, for voice, I've only used it for voice. Wow. Is it for dog pictures now? Yeah, it's mostly discord is mostly for dog pictures. I got to get on that discord. Get on the discord. The way to do it is to donate a month or more in support of the show at patreon.com slash we have concerns. And we just, we just slide you a secret key as a little secret password to share those dog photos with us. So good. <laughs> <laughs>